Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you this fine Friday afternoon in a hazy, hazy Edmonton, Alberta. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. It's a Friday. It's always a treat to be inside the booth with Cam Moon, who did a great job solo yesterday, by the way, Mooner. Thanks for uh, letting me free so I could do the Elks thing. Well, thank you. I had no idea what I was doing, but somehow got through the two hours. Well, you were able to fool uh, a lot of us, if if that's the case. And today, maybe we were able to fool you as well. We actually have a good show piecemealed together on this Friday. (laughs) About a half hour from now, we'll connect in Calgary with our friend from Sportsnet 960, Logan Gordon, going to tell us uh, what's going on with the Flames. Some guys that may not want to resign long term. What What is the new direction of this franchise under general manager? Manager Craig Conroy, head coach Ryan Huska. Certainly some things to dig into there. Lots of open talk time as well. 780-496-0063 is the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We'll open that up after the 1 o'clock news. Get the uh, the Outdoor Night Market and Entertainment Showcase. That returns to the River Cree August 24th through 27th. Presented by Enoch Cree Nation. Get tickets in advance at rivercreeresort.com slash night market. Uh, tonight they have the Wildfire uh, Benefit Concert with Honeymoon Suite out there at the River Cree. Uh, check the website. There should, I would assume, be a couple tickets available there. You're donating your way in to that one, but you know that number is the Fine Floors text line as well. Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you have always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We could talk Elks, but um, I kind of want to break from that after last <laughs> night. I bet. <laughs> oh, it's six. It's, it's the first time they've ever been 0-6. They, they, they were once, but they were not a CFL franchise, and this was pre-World War II. It was 1930. Oh. Wasn't it? Now i got to go back to my history days. 1938 was the year. 1938. Most people's grandparents weren't born then. Mine weren't. You know, like it's it's historically bad, Cam, and I'm yep. not sure what the route out of it is. I just hope wise. there is one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's sooner than later. Because, <laughs> yeah, that 
That was something yesterday. I, I just I wish we were having a different conversation than the one we were having at this time last year, and we're not. And so it seems yeah. like there's still a lot of progress that needs to be chipped away at. Anyway, here I said I wasn't going to talk about them, and now I'm talking about <laughs> them. So let's look instead at some hockey headlines. And, and the biggest one and the most peculiar one, I know that this came out yesterday, but the Alex Galchenyuk saga in Arizona coming to an abrupt end as he is now looking at criminal charges and I, I'm going to run a Google search here quickly. I should have done this before I started yammering away because I I, I want to get the terminology of this right. Uh, a material breach is is what it was called and if this would load I would get the details. Um, first and foremost the Coyotes saying that they were informed of the situation and what 16 days 16 days after he signed a contract with the team he gets let go it was damage to property. There was no personal injuries, and it was uh, uh, work journalistic-wise by Katie Strang, who does great stuff for The Athletic, uh, reporting that uh, uh, a jail official said Galchenyuk was booked into jail on July 9th. Just not a good look for a player that has had zero footing in the NHL. He has bounced around from team to team to team. He is a third overall draft pick. Some, yeah. You know, sometimes... Sometimes it just doesn't pan out, and this is one of those instances. Another one of those instances, Tony D'Angelo finding himself on waivers for the purpose of a buyout. The Philadelphia Flyers electing to buyout the 27- or 8-year-old defenseman, prime of his career, and is now the only player, Cam, to have the unique distinction of being bought out by two separate teams. The New York Rangers, in the first place, who were still paying him $1.6 million a year not to be there, and now the Flyers, who were paying him a little less than a million yeah. not to play there. A lot of changes in Philadelphia, and they are looking to you know, turn things around and, and make moves within the organization and, and get a little younger by the looks of things. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's tough when you get you bought out twice. First time. First time ever. <laughs> yeah, it's been a storied career for uh, for Tony D'Angelo and maybe not for the right reasons. Rife with potential. He's always had that since he was uh, you know, a member of the Canada's or rather USA's, let's make that distinction, uh, USA's uh, World Junior Team back in 2015, but he's, uh, he's, he's been around the NHL for a yeah. long time and, and a lot of people have wanted to take chances on him. I, I, I just you know, for those who might be wondering, oh, is that a fit in Edmonton? I don't think so. I, uh, you get so much runway, and I just don't have any interest in, in entertaining that idea. And frankly, even if the team did, there's just no dollars to go around. There's no dollars to spare. No, you'd have to move somebody out to make that happen, and I don't know that you're getting an upgrade. You, you, you know what I mean? You, you probably aren't. Yeah. It, so it, I don't I know why you want that it's not. I, what I can say is that's today's top story. It's brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Tony D'Angelo hitting the unrestricted free agent market. And uh, while there's some names left out there, the most interesting one probably, and we're going to have to wait until he recovers from surgery, is Patrick Kane. Where does he yeah. end up and, and at what dollar value? Um, we see today that uh, Chris Tierney comes off the market. He goes to New Jersey, $775,000 deal for one year there for the 29-year-old. But 
Not a ton of movement. We're in a bit of a lull period yeah. in the NHL right now, it would seem. And as for the Oilers, you've got that August 4th arbitration date for Ryan McLeod. Realistically, how often do we actually see these cases get to an arbitrator? Slim to very, very, very infrequently. So it shouldn't get that far. And particularly now that we've seen the contracts of Bowen Byram come down and the contract of Keandre Miller come down in New York, you have a better idea of the dollars that Evan Bouchard is going to command. So maybe from the team's standpoint, and even if you're McLeod, you can understand the bigger picture of how this is all going to fit in here. And, you know, I heard you guys saying yesterday, I think that there's still room for one more center at that price point. So if you can get these all done and and you don't want to be um, maybe it was Hart Levine talking earlier this week. You don't want to see the team operating most of the season with say a 20 man roster but uh, whatever you have to do to stay cap compliant. I guess we've seen them do it in the past but maybe the likes of Raph Lavoie, maybe the likes yep. of Dylan Holloway with, with longer production over the course of the season can help mitigate some of that by playing on entry level deals. You would think that, that and that's, all, that's how you would like it to play out from a, a team's point of view, if you could have those players have contribution at the NHL level and not be over their head and, and be, and I, I think, and certainly in uh, in Holloway's situation, he's right in the wheelhouse of being a contributor on this team. Raphael Lavoie, well, that remains to be seen. Uh, I didn't watch the Bakersfield Condors over the course of last season, game in, game out. So I, my opinion on that, I will wait until we watch training camp and see how he does through the preseason. But yeah, if you can have players like that be able to to contribute at that dollar value and you look at the teams that are, are successful, they all have a few of those. It just puts you so much farther ahead. It makes it so much easier as far as uh, the salary cap. So it's it's important that those two, along with Philip Broberg, are ready to be NHL players. And we will find out in the fall what the case exactly is. You know, it's not like Lavoie blew the roof off of the American Hockey League last season, but 25 goals did pace the Bakersfield Condors in 61 games. And, you know, he's the type of player with the stature that will allow him to play at the next level. The question with him, I think, has always been the motor, the compete, and and the give a bleep to get into the corners and use that uh, stature and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, does he have the mental fortitude to get to the next level? If he does, and the Oilers have used a second-round yeah. draft pick appropriately. And if not, maybe he becomes a, a chip for somebody else in the middle of the season that would like to take a swing and is at a different point in their cycle. But as I've said before on this program, even in the case of Philip Broberg, if you're not getting the kind of returns somewhere in this season that you think um, whatever you've gotten as sort of a ballpark figure, I would suggest even for minutes. Let's not even think about point production. Yep. Let's just think about minutes play and how he's handling that. Um, If he's not achieving that and Philadelphia says we're willing to take, um, you know, a look at this player, well, maybe that's what's going to help chisel out uh, a piece 
for Edmonton's forward group or whatever the case may be, I would still have that available as a trade chip theoretically. But it's it's nice to know that you have the option to start the season with a, a guy like, say, on the back end, a Broberg or up front, a Lavoie, where there's at least the potential for them to grow into some quality minutes like Stuart Skinner was able to and yeah. surprise a lot of people last year. Well, and he did. And, and I think in, in Broberg's case, you still have to give him some time and have to have a bit of patience because he's still incredibly early into his, his pro career. And and I know that that doesn't... Uh, that, that doesn't satisfy a lot of people who want to see instant results and instant impact for a guy that was a first-round pick. And yeah, he was he was a first-round pick. But everybody goes at their own pace, and it may very well turn out to be a, a long-time quality NHL defenseman. I think he will. But you have to give him that, uh, that, that time to grow into that position. And I, you hear coaches talk about it all the time whether it's 200 or 300 games before you know what you have as as a defenseman but yeah he's 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 been up and down and the minutes have gone up and down but it's another year you're another year uh, along the way and we need to see what i think what he can do given more opportunity and i think this year he's going to see more opportunity and he'll earn it I don't disagree with that and, and as much because he needs it and, and I think that the team needs it and so if you see uh, those two things start to align more and and I really believe that of, of all the players, uh, I don't want to say that he suffered the most because of the pandemic, that's a tough case to make, but his development really did yeah. suffer as the pandemic hit and, and it hit at a crucial time of development for him, so the fact that he's not having the instant impact or isn't in the league at 22 years years old with the regularity that uh, uh, just crunched the numbers 23 more players from that same draft class have played more NHL games thus far of course led by first overall pick Jack Hughes and and so you're looking at your what your eighth or ninth over eighth overall pick from that class and he's only played 69 games exactly but he's battled injury, yep. and again, he's he didn't get that sort of crash course that the first overall pick did. He got smoked by the um, by the the pandemic and and sort of sat back. So, uh, Roberg is is sort of a curious case that I think might swing some of this season where they, they, absolutely you could hold on to this player. But yes, if you want to cash the chips in right now, and you're talking about winning this year or next year, and you're not worried about the third year from now. Well, okay, maybe you've got an option there. We'll see, because, because money speaks the loudest in this world. So it's not like you can ship out a player on an ELC and bring in a big-time player. Exactly. That's what you've got to be cognizant of. And now that Yamamoto's gone, I don't know. So uh, we'll see. But I wonder what that and a first-round pick could theoretically entice another team if I'm the general manager at some point toward the end of February. Anyway, we've got lots more coming up. We've got Brendan Batchelor, I didn't mention, of the uh, Vancouver Canucks broadcast on Sportsnet 650. We'll keep the Pacific Division theme throughout the course of today's show. Logan Gordon, again, coming up from Sportsnet 960, just down the highway in Calgary. We'll 
talk Flames at 12.35. At 1.35 today, we will talk Canucks. And at 1.05, hey, why don't we talk to you? We'll open up the phone lines for, uh, we'll go come up with an interesting topic without a doubt. I'm sure the show will take on a life of its own by then. Right now, we're going to do our young board operator a favor, and we'll take a quick time out. We'll come back with some words from Joaquin Gage in our direct workwear audio vault. It's Cam and Brendan today on Oilers Now. one you can kind of just let ride i like this song this bass we got yeah but i will tell you and i know you talked about kiss and small small venues small concert venues and bands yesterday i saw kiss at the 5000 seat arena in kamloops bc uh 2011 so you can imagine the quality of music coming out of kiss in 2011 at a small small coliseum show like that how was it um well the show itself with all the pyro and costumes yeah. and platform boots and get ups and oh, hair and all that that that's what kiss is about because at this point in time I'm not so sure about the musical capabilities, but they're my grandparents' age. <laughs> so That's they, true. They, they shouldn't be able to <laughs> sing like they did when that song came out. Anyway, um, I, I mentioned the audio vault. We're going to punt that down the road into the 1 o'clock hour because I do want to I, I take a quick second here just to acknowledge something that broke uh, yesterday, and this is just crushing, but I know that uh, there's such a, a soft spot in the heart of Edmonton and in uh, Oilers Nation really for uh, the stuff family and I can't believe I'm sitting here telling you that uh, father of Ben Stelter the late Ben Stelter Mike uh, does have a tumor. They announced he's got a tumor on his spine, a biopsy done um, with some pain that he had. Essentially, they, they discovered that now Mike is uh, going through cancer treatment or will be very shortly. Unfortunately, the treatment not available in Canada. So they're going to Pennsylvania. It says here on the GoFundMe page, and they're going to have about seven weeks of treatment. This is, uh, I mean, how many blows can one family be dealt? The good, the good news is that they have an incredible support system here in this entire city. The Oilers have their back. Connor McDavid has the Stelters back, and uh, they're going to need every last bit of help that uh, that you can get. So uh, if you are savvy enough to find this on GoFundMe and would like to support uh, the title of it, and you can just search Mike Stelter GoFundMe, that's what I did, but support the Stelters through Mike's treatment. And they're already just about $20,000 over their original uh, goal of, of money raised so that they can, again, offset the cost of having to go through seven weeks of treatment south of the border. Um, just a terrible story. So... Sending our positive wishes to the Stelters as we have been. They are always in our thoughts, and we hope that uh, that we can elevate some of the awareness about this and offset uh, the costs and, and make sure that that's the last thing that the family has to worry about. Yeah, well said. Uh, definitely. That, that was tough news yesterday. Yeah, just... You know, I, I, I almost, I'm at a loss of words. I, I'm fortunate the cancer's minimally affected my family, and, and you see uh, just different families that have to go through so, so much when it comes to stuff like this. And again, I say, like, the, the most positive thing that we can all garner from the situation is the support network that we know that they have, the Ben Stelter Fund, and, and all of that, uh, that that's done for the Stollery already. And I know that, um, that Edmonton 
Edmonton and, and the surrounding area and everyone is going to step up here big time in this time of need as well. Uh, quick look I suppose at NHL Today here for our friends. At Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromomarketing.com We mentioned Tony D'Angelo no longer a Philadelphia Flyer he is on waivers for the purpose of a buyout. Dalibor Dvorsky, drafted by the St. Louis Blues in the first round this year, signed his three-year entry-level deal, as did, and I'm going to try not to butcher this name of the Pittsburgh Penguins, 18-year-old defenseman Emil Pienen. <laughs> Forget it. I'm, I'm betting he's from Finland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pienenemy. Pienenemy. Emil Pienenemy. Okay. All right. That's what I'm going to go with. I pity the broadcaster that has to deal with that moving forward. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'll, hope he doesn't make the show for a couple of years so you best. can practice, although I give way more credit to your yeah. ability to deal with that kind of thing, of course. Yeah. Okay, 1228 in Edmonton. We're having a couple of laughs here on this Friday, or at least trying to. Logan Gordon from Sportsnet 960 coming up on the other side of this global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. We will talk about uh, a very different-looking Calgary Flames team that has, uh, well, they've rolled over a lot from head to toe, essentially. I want all the details from Logan. We got them coming up for you on 630. Chad.